Welcome, and thank you for joining us this Sunday. This Sunday we continue our study of the Psalms with Psalm 16. And so I'd invite you to open up your Bibles at home to Psalm 16. Now, I'm so very grateful to the Lord and to all the staff and pastors at Rivermont who have made it possible for us to continue to unite as a worshiping body of Christ, even though we are separated physically. For the word of God calls us to worship in spirit and in truth. And while our current situation mitigates our ability to meet corporately, we will make every effort to maintain the loving fellowship of God's people and to facilitate spirit-filled and gospel-centered worship in this time. Now, verse 1 of Psalm 16 says this, Preserve me, O God, for in you I find refuge. Now, what does it mean that we find refuge in the Lord? Well, we are familiar with the term refugee as someone who is fleeing from persecution or famine or war. A refugee is someone who is seeking shelter and deliverance from hardship and struggle. And verse 1 is a prayer of a refugee. It is the prayer of someone who needs shelter from the storm, who needs protection from their enemy, who needs deliverance from their troubles. Over the last few weeks, we've all become familiar with the phrase, shelter in place. This is why we're having to do our worship service over the internet, because we have all been called to avoid large gatherings and to shelter in place. This is why many of you are working from home. This is why students won't be returning to class tomorrow morning. In an act of national unity and care for the most vulnerable populations, we have all put our lives on hold and heeded the call to shelter in place. Now, we're not sure how long this sheltering will last. We are praying that the Lord will end the spread of this virus quickly, yet we trust his timing and his purposes, knowing that he is in control and that he is good. So each of us will continue to do our part to see this virus come to an end. Yet during this time, we cannot just sit on the couch and binge watch Netflix or play video games on PlayStation. We shouldn't be continually watching news or scrolling through Facebook. We need to have direction to our time of sheltering. We need to find purpose and meaning. We need to know how we might find shelter in the Lord, even as we've been called to shelter in place. And what we will see in Psalm 16 for this morning is that we are all called to find shelter in the Lord by committing to Him, by being content in Him, and by being confident in Him. That is, if we would find refuge in the Lord during this unique time in our life, we must commit our way to the Lord with confidence in Jesus Christ that we will be saved from our enemies. So hear now the word of the Lord from Psalm 16. Preserve me, O God, for in you I take refuge. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. The sorrow of those who run after another God shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not 
pour out or take their names on my lips. The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. I have set the Lord always before me because he is at my right hand. I shall not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol or let your Holy One see corruption. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The grass withers and the flower fades, but the word of the Lord remains forever. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you now in this time, in this unique time, in this way that is unique to many of us, and we ask, Lord, though we are separated physically, that you would unite us spiritually as we gather together in our homes to hear your word read and preached. Holy Spirit, would you work in ways that we cannot understand, changing our hearts and causing us all to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's in his name that we do pray. Amen. The first thing that we see in our text for this morning is that if we would find shelter in the Lord during this time, we must commit to him alone. Many of you, I'm sure, have played more board games in the last week than you've probably played in a long while. And if you have the new version of Monopoly, you'll see that in there there's a new chance card called the cash grab. Now the cash grab goes like this. You take all the $100 bills that are in the bank and you throw them up in the air and all the players reach for the $100 bills as they're flying around in the air. I'm not a fan of this new chance card. You see, what happens is, because there's all these $100 bills flying around, no one is able to grab just one. And it just makes a big mess. You see, what seems to promise a windfall of cash just ends up with a bunch of $100 bills on the ground. Over the next several weeks, you are going to be restricted with what you can do. And yet you have an opportunity to commit yourself to those things that are most important. Yet, if you do not commit to one thing, this time will become a big mess. Look at verse 2 of our text. We see how the psalmist calls us to commit to the Lord alone. I say to the Lord, you are my Lord. I have no good apart from you. If you would find shelter in this time, you must commit to the Lord as your Lord. Take time to rededicate yourself to reading God's word, to prayer, to worship. This may be a unique time in your life that you are forced to pause and find extended time to commit to something. Would you not commit to the spiritual disciplines? 
I encourage you to commit to reading God's word consistently during this time. Commit to growing in your prayer life. Commit to weekly worship, even though it's in a manner that we are not familiar with. Over the next few weeks, the pastors and elders of Rivermont will be seeking ways to resource you to grow in this time, to take advantage of this unique situation, to zero in on your one commitment that is your commitment to the Lord. Now, we also see that to find shelter in the Lord in this time, we must commit to God's people. Look at verse 3 of the text. It says, As for the saints in the land, they are the excellent ones in whom is all my delight. You see, to commit to the Lord is also to commit to his people. Now, in any other time, the application to this verse would be that you need to commit to coming to church, coming to Sunday school, and be in corporate prayer. But we're going to have to be creative and proactive in this time to maintain the community of the saints. Yet we have opportunities, unlike any generation before, to stay connected to one another even when we must shelter in place. Over the next few weeks, Rivermont will be moving to create online forums for sermon discussion groups, for prayer groups, and for other online fellowship opportunities. We have purchased a platform called Zoom that is very intuitive to use for such meetings. Now, I know that there are some of you who are not real excited about using the internet for things like this. But in this time, if you would shelter in the Lord, you must commit yourself to delight in the people of God through the means that are available to us. You see, we must commit to the Lord. We must commit to his people. And if we would find shelter in the Lord in this time, we must commit to exclusivity. Look at verse 4 of our text. There we read, The sorrows of those who run after another god shall multiply. Their drink offerings of blood I will not pour out or take their names on my lips. To commit to the Lord means that you will not commit to idols in this time. You see, people are very fearful right now. And this fear is revealing the idols of our hearts. Whether it is our wealth that we have seen rapidly dwindle, our freedom that has been rapidly restricted, our self-reliance which has been revealed as an illusion, or our control which is completely gone. You see, the money has been thrown into the air, as it were. And if you go grabbing after all of these different gods, all of these different idols, you will end up with one big mess. For the sorrows of those who run after other gods will be multiplied in this time. But if you would commit yourself to the Lord alone as your shelter, he will surely preserve you in this time. The next thing that we see in our psalm for this morning is that if you would find shelter in the Lord in this time, you must be content in Him alone. 
To be content means to be satisfied with the situation that you have been given. I know that with the quarantine, there are many who are missing out on very special occasions and events. I think of all the seniors in high school who may not have a graduation ceremony. All of the sports teams whose seasons have been canceled. Beyond that, there are those who have lost jobs or are fearful of losing their jobs soon. There are those who are scrambling to find child care because school and daycares have been canceled. There are those who find themselves isolated and alone in this time. And it's difficult to see how we might find contentment in such a situation like this. Yet what we find in Psalm 16 is an encouragement that we would find our contentment not in our outward circumstances that are ever-changing, but that we would find our contentment in the Lord alone. Look at verses 5 and 6 of your text. There we read, The Lord is my chosen portion and my cup. You hold my lot. The lines have fallen for me in pleasant places. Indeed, I have a beautiful inheritance. Now, when God's people came to receive the promised land of Israel, lots were cast to determine who would receive what portion of land. It's as if there were a lottery, and depending on which lot was cast, your tribe or your family would receive the corresponding plot of land. As you can imagine, there were portions of land that were more or less desirable in Israel. There would have been estates that were well watered and some that were not as well watered. There would have been places that would have had good soil and other places that had rocky soil. And yet, each tribe was called to trust the providence of the Lord to provide for them an inheritance that was good to be content and satisfied with what the Lord had determined was good for them. And if we would find shelter in the Lord in this time, we must be willing to accept the lot he has determined for us. We must be willing to trust and with thanksgiving remember all that has been given to us in Christ. I'm sure that each one of us listening to this have a mental list of the things that we have lost in this time, the things that have been taken away from us. Yet we must be willing, as God's people, not to dwell on the things that we have lost, but rather give thanks for all we have received through Christ Jesus our Lord. For all those who have chosen the Lord as their portion, as their cup, have been given a wonderful, have been given a beautiful inheritance. And the ability to be content with whatever the Lord brings to us in this life. The Apostle Peter writes concerning this inheritance. He says that it is imperishable, undefiled, and unfading, kept in heaven for you who by God's power are being guarded through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you rejoice, though for now, for a little while, if necessary, you have been grieved by various trials. You see, whatever trials, whatever various trials that grieve us in this life, we can have great confidence in the Lord because we know our inheritance, our portion, our lot in this life will come to us 
and it will be imperishable, undefiled, unfading, and beautiful. For the Lord alone is the only thing in all the world that can satisfy our souls, that can make us truly content. In these uncertain times, we are called to find shelter in the Lord by committing to Him, by being content in Him. And finally, we see that if we would find shelter in the Lord, we must be confident in Him alone. Look at verse 7 of your text. It says, I bless the Lord who gives me counsel. In the night also my heart instructs me. In point one, we saw that we have to commit to the Lord and we must commit to his word. And now here in verse seven, we see that we must have confidence in the word that we have committed ourselves to. We must follow his word in this time. It seems that things have changed so much in the last few weeks, but the word of the Lord has not changed. Even as the Lord Jesus has said, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. The Lord gives his people counsel, direction in this world. If we would know his sheltering presence in this time, we must put confidence in his word that it will not change, that his promises to watch over us, to preserve, to protect us remains no matter what what we must be confident in his word and yet we must also be confident in his presence look at verse 8 there it says i have set the lord always before me because he is at my right hand i shall not be shaken it's important for us to understand what the psalmist means when he says that I have set the Lord always before me. As we know, the Lord is present with his people always. And yet, in times of difficulty and hardship, in times of mundane and boring, it takes faith to know that the Lord is present with us. It takes faith to believe that wherever you go, he is there with you and to acknowledge his presence, to remember that the Lord is with you at work or at home, that he is with you when you are with other Christians and he is with you when you are there by yourself at home. Yet his presence is easy to forget. But he is with you even now as you gather to hear his word preached to listen to his word read, to pray together and sing together. You can know and have confidence that the Lord is present with you even now. And the final thing that we see is that if we would find shelter in the Lord, we must have confidence in his deliverance. Look at verses 9 through 10 of your text. There we read, Therefore, My heart is glad, and my whole being rejoices. My flesh also dwells secure, for you will not abandon my soul to Sheol, or let your Holy One see corruption. The most important way that we take shelter 
in the Lord is by having confidence in his saving power through Jesus Christ alone. King David, as the author of this psalm, had confidence that the Lord would not bring him to an untimely death, and that is reflected in verses 9 and 10, that he would find deliverance from his enemies. And yet the promise of verse 10 seems too great to have been fulfilled in David alone. The Apostle Peter recognizes this truth, and in his sermon on the day of Pentecost, quotes Psalm 16. And after quoting, especially verses 9 and 10, he says, Brothers, I may say to you with confidence about the patriarch David that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Right? David did die. His body did see corruption. So how can God's word be fulfilled? Peter goes on. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God had sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on his throne, David foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades or Sheol, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we all are witnesses. You see, verse 10 of our psalm is a prophecy that is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. For by his resurrection from the dead, he was freed from the decaying power of death. And all who have been joined to Jesus through faith will receive the promised deliverance. By his death on the cross, Jesus cleansed his people from their sin. And by his resurrection from the grave, he has set his people free from death. For on the day of his return, all those joined to him through faith will rise to eternal life. And this is how we take shelter in the Lord. By having great confidence in the resurrection from the dead. First, in Christ's resurrection that has won our freedom from the fear of death. And second, our own resurrection that will come on the day of his return. For through Jesus Christ, we have great confidence that we will not be abandoned to death. I know that there are many of you who are very fearful and very vulnerable to the coronavirus. Maybe you are in the over 65 age group, or you have an underlying health condition. Yet you need not fear, for Christ has overcome death. It will not have victory over his people. And though we will all face the grave one day, we don't face it without hope. We do not face it without confidence, for we will not be abandoned to the grave. To shelter in the Lord, we must have confidence in his word. We must have confidence in his presence. And ultimately, we must have confidence in his salvation, won for us through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our Lord. The book of Philippians was written by the Apostle Paul while he was in a Roman prison. During this time, he could not go out 
He was stuck indoors, and he may have become very discouraged. He was cut off from his calling to preach the gospel to the Gentiles. He was unsure of his future and if or when he would be released. Nevertheless, the book of Philippians is filled with some of the most joy-filled encouragement. Joy that is not rooted in his situation, but is rooted in the work, the saving work of Jesus Christ. In the final chapter of Philippians, chapter 4, Paul writes this. I rejoiced in the Lord greatly, right? He is sheltering in place, as it were. He is trapped in his cell, and he says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly. Why? For I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low, and I know how how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. What is that secret? I can do all things through him who strengthens me. As we face an unknown period of isolation and social distancing, as we face a period of economic uncertainty and fear, as we face a time of disease and hardship, whatever the situation, we can have great confidence in the Lord. For through Jesus Christ, he has won the victory for us. He has delivered us and given us all the strength to endure and even be joyful in all things even as the final verse of our psalm teaches us. Look at verse 11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. If you would shelter in the Lord in this time, you must know that it is in Him that we find fullness of joy and that he is present with you unto life eternal. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Father God, we come to you now in this time. And we ask, Lord, that you would be with each one of us, that we would not find shelter in the things of this world, but we would find shelter in you alone. Would you make known to us, would you give us great confidence in the saving power of the Lord Jesus Christ, and that we would know the fullness of joy, pleasures forevermore at your right hand. We pray it in Christ's holy name. Amen.